Wasps fans, you know that in addition to the classroom, athletics is one of the most celebrated parts of life at Emory & Henry. And here to give you the rundown with insight, commentary, interviews, news and updates on all things sports are the hosts of the Monday Buzz, Khalil Shakir and Matt Spencer. How's everybody doing? You tuned in to the Monday Buzz on WEHC 90.7. I'm here with co-host Matt Spencer. This is Khalil Shakir. How's it going, man? I'm doing very well, Khalil. I had a long, busy weekend. You and I both did. Uh, The weekend was filled with athletics for Emory and Henry, but we also had some fun, man. Me and you were at uh, the Rhythm and Roots Festival in Bristol. Want to tell everyone how, uh, how that went? Oh, man, it was fantastic. I mean... The artist that we had this year, fantastic. Uh, Marty Stewart absolutely nailed it on stage uh, Saturday so and Sunday, excuse me. And then 49 Winchester, of course, you know, if you're from Bristol or around Bristol, you know everything about 49 Winchester. So they came in and, and nailed it as usual. So great, yeah. great weekend. Yeah, I was busy. So I probably shouldn't say this on air because if you're listening to Bare Necessities, I have very to little prior bartending experience however Khalil uh, I bartended for them this weekend Uh, if you guys do not know Bare Necessities will be the new restaurant coming onto the Emory campus Uh, we'll give you guys some more details about all of that but I was bartending uh, for them for the whole weekend Uh, I had a lot of fun myself you actually helped me out a little bit so thank you for that and also our strength and conditioning coach Josh was there to help Uh, so I got to see a lot of people I probably served 100 or let's see a couple pounds of uh, alcohol and all that stuff so hopefully everyone was hydrated slash dehydrated I was drinking water the whole time so (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was a good time and um, I'll definitely we'll be back next year that was a fun event Uh, next week in Bristol Khalil, is the NASCAR race? All right, the NASCAR race. I cannot wait. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is coming back this year, everybody. So uh, I will be there for sure. Is Jeff Gordon coming back? I'm not sure. <laughs> probably I'm not. not sure. He's probably <laughs> over with, man. Yeah, he's been. Uh, <laughs> that's my favorite racer. He's been an analyst for like the past five years or so. And I don't think he's going to be coming back, but I know it's going to be a fun time. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is uh, one of an all-time uh, favorite the NASCAR legend. racers, yeah, uh, R.I.P. to his father, the great Dale Earnhardt. But, yeah, that's going to be – we'll give you guys some uh, – there'll be more information. We won't talk too much about the Bristol races. We are here to talk about Emory and Henry Athletics, Khalil. And this past week, there's a lot of action, and um, we're going to give you guys a little bit of that. We have actually a pretty cool interview to give you guys today as well. Quarterback Charles Mutter III, we were able to talk to him this past week, so we'll show you guys that interview clip as well today. Take about 10 minutes of your time. You can listen to the starting quarterback um, about the game they played at Bluefield State this past weekend. You went to that game, right? Absolutely, and speaking of that game, man, dude, the defense (laughs) on point. Three interceptions, I mean, one pick six. I, I, TJ Payne was on it this weekend, man. Uh, I give a shout out to the defense for sure. Uh, had some weather delays. I think we had three, what, lightning and rain delays. So yeah. it felt like we had three half times. But uh, the game that was supposed to end around four, I think I got back around six. But, of course, another Emory and Henry W. So I cannot complain about that at all. What about you, Spence? Yeah, Emory and Henry, 2 0 for football. Obviously, as you guys know, uh, hearing from Coach Newsom talk about his team 
It's uh, you guys have some in- insider information from him. Uh, we're happy that we're two and zero. First game against Newberry in the sack next week. A revenge um, game, man. Revenge game. Yeah, I was. Uh, I had a really good seats. Um, it was actually on the opposite. I was near Newberry's sideline last year, and they had some fans that were talking some smack. So uh, I won't be able to make it to Newberry this year, but I know we'll be prepared. Uh, our defense is on the ball. Everyone is flying around and playing very well. So I think we're going to be good to go going forward. For you guys today, just want to update you guys on last week's scores. There was some action from Emory and Henry women's soccer, uh, men's soccer, tennis, uh, and volleyball. Had a very busy week last week as well, Khalil. But our women's soccer team got a big win versus Bluefield State this past week. Someone had two goals. Shout out to Adrian Harris. Two goals and a win. I love it. I love it. Cleo, do you remember uh, which of the women's soccer player we interviewed? I believe it was Adrian Harris, and mm-hmm. I'm not trying to take any credit for that. But Spence, <laughs> you might have you might have had a little bit of motivation uh, to her for that, man. Yeah, so, maybe we're the good luck charm. Maybe we just inspire greatness in the people we interview. So well, you uh, know, we got Charles Mutter uh, today. So yeah, if he throws seven touchdowns next weekend, <clears throat> yeah. don't be afraid to give us a little bit of credit. Uh, C three. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I agree. Uh, we uh, we'll, we'll take credit for that fully. That's where again we're trying to become the best radio sports show around this area. So if the athletes we interview end up playing well, I think that just goes to show you guys. So congrats to women's soccer for that big win. Men's soccer dropped to Wingate 5-1. to one. Uh, Women's tennis actually was able to beat King this past week, and we have a new coach. Uh, so we'll give you guys some more information about who that is on the next show. Kinda, he was a late hire for, I know, when we did a couple weeks back, Khalil, we introduced our new coaches, didn't get a new right. tennis coach until recently. So, Khalil, next week we'll touch about um, the new tennis coach, see if we can get him in maybe in an interview. I think he's a younger guy, so uh, we'll be able to talk to him as well. Uh, men's tennis uh, lost 5-2. to two. And Khalil Volleyball had a busy week. They had seven matches in a week, which is crazy. They went two and five this past week. I know those girls are exhausted. Yeah, they played. So, Khalil, they played uh, Tuesday, September 5th. They played Concord, uh, 1-3-0. They played Tusculum the very next day, which we were at. It was the first home game. It was a great event. Khalil won touch recently on... Uh, the just kind of what the game looked like in terms of fan atmosphere uh, when they played Tusculum. Man, I, one I want to say shout out to everybody that came. Uh, the gym was packed. I mean, every time we scored, the gym lit up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good to see. I know some of the staff. I was sitting with some of the staff, kind of on the sidelines, and and they were saying this is one of the most lively and packed out games we've had. So uh, please continue that going forward for these games. I mean, pack it out for soccer. Volleyball, football, all these sports, please come out and show your support. Uh, I really want to thank y'all for that because that was a fantastic crowd for that game against Tuscan. Yeah, one thing, Clay, I like that you did. I was actually the game manager for that game, so I had to work on crowd control and, um, you know, make sure guys and girls and fans aren't saying anything too crazy. But you gave away these little raffle tickets, kind of these free giveaways. Uh, I think we had, I don't know if we had a count in terms of how many people. I'm sure someone, maybe uh, Mr. Joe Matthews has the total attendance. But a lot of fans stayed to receive. We had a a signed jersey by the volleyball team and also a personalized kind of handbag that the volleyball team offered up. Uh, Can we expect more of that at future home events, Khalil? 
Absolutely. It's one of the things that we're trying to do uh, this year, uh, having different themes for games, you know, just to bring kind of a different atmosphere. Uh, like, again, of course, the first football game is a whiteout. Yeah. Uh, we'll have some gold out, some Greek nights, some high school nights, uh, blue outs, uh, just different themes to kind of get fans more involved with the game and also just kind of give it a fun little atmosphere to it, just not plain and simple as usual, kind of just giving it a different feel this year. That's one of the things that we talked about. So, Oh, I love it, man. Definitely love it. Um, if they let me be DJ at some of these games, then we'll really be rocking. Volleyball finished up Friday, September 8th. They beat uh, St. Augustine's at a tournament at West Georgia. They won 3-1, and then they had a doubleheader later that day. They played at West Georgia. The tournament lost 1-3. Saturday, September 9th, they played Concord. So the week before, they played, beat them 3-0. And then clearly they played a week later and lost 0-3. So uh, Concord kind of got them back for that one. And then Saturday, September 9th as well, uh, they had four matches in two days. They played Georgia College and lost 2-3 so uh, we'll give you guys their schedule as well as every other team's schedule going forward here later in the show um, but today Khalil uh, we want to show you guys all our interview from Charles Mutter III he is currently the starting quarterback for your Emory and Henry Wasp me and Khalil got to sit down with him ask him a couple questions chat a little bit and we're going to play that for you guys right here right now and I'm here with Charles Mutter III. Charles, how are you today, man? I'm good, how are you? Good. Last game, last Saturday, you guys played at Bluefield State. Weather was absolutely terrible. Was there two weather delays, is that correct? Yes, sir. Uh, with the, the weather being with the lightning and all that stuff, uh, how did that affect you guys all, um, just from a preparation standpoint, kind of having to stop mid-game? Um, I mean, having to stop mid-game and basically have two half times. I mean, three half times. it's kind of ridiculous. Um, trying to stay locked in it definitely it's definitely a big outcome but I mean it happens I mm-hmm. mean lightning delays is going to happen it's yeah. going to happen to everybody yeah. at some point so has it affected us I mean I can't say yes I can't say no I mean offensively from the first quarter standpoint we did really good then second quarter and on it was kind of went downhill from there um, defense it Obviously, it didn't affect them. I mean, they they were lights out the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, affecting affecting us, I can't say yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, just because with the second quarter how it was played, and then after the lightning delays, it was kind of just we picked up from what happened in the second quarter. Gotcha. Have you guys had any practices this year when it came to really wet and rainy? Did you guys get any preparation at all, throwing the ball in the rain or anything like that? Um. Yes and no. I mean, it's kind of one of those things that. You can prepare for it, but at the same time, like, you, nothing really changes, like, in the rain. I mean, throwing the ball, yes, throwing the ball in, like, a torrential downpour type of rain, now that's, that's going to affect anybody. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that really affects us is that the way we grip the ball mm-hmm. in certain standpoints and stuff like that. So, it's not, I mean, we didn't really get much to prepare for it, but, yeah. I mean, we were, we were rained out of practice gotcha. last week, too. Okay, and you only threw 14 passes in the game versus the Bluefield State quarterback who threw 47. Was that your guys' game plan going into the game, or did you think based based off the weather it was, okay, we're going to be more effective running the ball? Um, that was kind of the way that you guys went through that game plan. Yeah, we were, we were expecting heavy rains coming into the game. We were expecting. We saw the radar throughout the week. We were expecting rain to be an issue. Um, 14 passes, I mean, I threw – 
I believe, 18 against Concord. Mm-hmm. And I was I got taken out in the third or I got hurt in the third quarter. So mm-hmm. it, I probably would have ended up throwing close to that. Close yeah, well probably mm-hmm. probably twenty ish passes. Um so I mean at the end of the day it was kinda kinda got taken out so you can't really get a final number on it. I mean Kyle sure. ended up throwing twelve, so yeah. at the end of the day if I ended up throwing the same as he did, I mean we have different we look at things differently, so don't know how much I would have gotten more passes yeah. totally, but um, yeah, being twenty six, so gotcha. you know, yeah, yeah. Game. When it comes to your play style, do you consider what do you consider your um, style of play? I would say. Are you a dual threat man? Are you like one of these new uh, new guys, or are you um, do you like to throw it right in the pocket and throw some bombs? I definitely I like being in the pocket. I mean, I like being in the pocket, but also like getting out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big. I don't truly consider myself a dual threat, I kind, of, kind of just say like an improviser. Yeah. Like, I take what the defense gives me and read and react. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't a dual threat in high school. I wasn't running the ball like I was, not, like I am now. Yeah. Um, it kind of, I guess last year kind of helped me with that, getting ready to, like, to run the ball. This is a mm-hmm. RPO offense. We have a lot of quarterback runs. Yeah. And it, Coach B. Crawford prepared me for that and helped me with that. So. Yeah. And with the transition from high school to college, can you just touch on your biggest adjustments that you've learned, um, what to make from just being a high school quarterback who was a guy that could, you know, do a lot of big things, and then the transition to college and the biggest thing that you learned, your biggest takeaway? Everyone on their team, like every college team, every body that's on, Newberry, Concord, they're their best high school. Yeah. They're probably the best players in the high school team. Mm-hmm. That's that's the big difference is in high school you're playing against people like guys that are soft like sophomores in high school like trying to transition in like they're kind of have a feel for varsity and stuff like that but like when you're going up against Concord and stuff like that I mean yes like is there a different level between like okay this corner's good and that corner's a little iffy we can go at him mm-hmm. and stuff like that but it's speed of the game's a lot faster mm-hmm. a lot faster D line's a lot bigger hits yeah. are a lot harder yeah. Um, but as time progresses, I mean, with anybody, eventually you'll get to a point where all right, the game's slowing down. You can see things differently. You're reacting to things better. Mm-hmm. And it honestly, it honestly just comes with time yeah. between high school and college. When it comes to play calling, um, obviously you have a coach that makes calls for you. Are you able to make any audibles or any um, pre, pre-play adjustments that you see? Um, does, does that help you and your team? Do you guys have a lot of practice with that? Yeah, so going into the game, going into the game, um, Coach B. Crafty will have audibles on certain checks and stuff mm-hmm. like that with certain plays, yep. uh, run and pass, um, depending on coverage, depending on the linemen of the D-line, linebackers. And with that, he kind of he tells me just to play, like just, just play. Like yeah. make the check if you want to or if you have to, make the check. He's also like just play. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of there are times that like I have checked. I check a lot of run when mm-hmm. it's when it's coming up on game like game day and stuff like that. It's a lot of I'm really checking a lot of runs. But personally, I do need to get better at checking pass and yeah. stuff like that. But I do have the he does give me the availability to do that. That's good. Love to hear that, Charles. Do you watch uh, the NFL at all? I'm a big NFL fan, so yeah. obviously week one. Who's your team? I'm a big Dolphins fan. Dolphins fan. Yeah. So yeah, that's 
He watched Tua throw for what four hundred four sixty six. Four sixty six, which I think was uh, the third highest in a week one game um, of all time. I love Tyree Kill. He's on uh, my fantasy team with all my friends from back home, so he's obviously a fun player yeah. to watch. Is there a quarterback in the NFL that you, outside of your favorite team, that you love to watch, try to model your game after, any mechanics or anything like yeah. that? Growing up, I, I like Brett, I love Brett Favre. Yeah. Brett Favre was, I mean, I, I like him, and I like Matt, Matthew Stafford's toughness. Mm-hmm. Um, I always watched a clip of him in the Lions when he Played the Browns, was it? Yeah. Yeah, played I the Browns, so, yeah. threw a bomb, and then like sprinted his way over to, yeah. and then did the, did the QB sneak to that next yeah. play. Yeah, I remember that. That was, that was a fun play. Yeah, no, he, uh, he, he's a dog. But Brett Favre, right now, I'd say Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. I love Josh Allen. I'm, it's a division rival. For but, sure, yeah. I mean, just watching him do what he does, it's mm-hmm. just, it's awesome. I so. love that. Yeah, uh, it was cool to, you know, be able to kind of watch you guys. Um, you know, I was, myself, wasn't able to watch online. I was working with someone who had the game on. Of course, once the rain delays came, it was hard. But um, we're obviously looking forward to the rest of the season. Khalil, you have some questions for Charles as well. Yeah, man. Defense stepped up big that last game, including one interception after a really bad missed uh, pass interference call. Yeah. Can you kind of touch on that a little bit for me? Um, yeah, defense, I mean, defense has been lights out the past two weeks, and I don't see them stopping anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So, defense is definitely, I mean, they're up there scoring more points than the offense at this point in time, uh, which is crazy. But, um I, I, mean, I can't say much about the defense because, I mean, they speak for themselves. So you look at the stats, you look at the film, you're just – you're in awe because it's just like how are like – the teams that we're playing on offense are not as good, like as good, and the defense is just – or the defense is just insanely better than everybody else that we play. Yeah. But – With the defense being that good, uh, what level of confidence does that give you on the offensive end as a quarterback to kind of throw some more riskier passes here and there? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't really look into that that much. I really kind of. I mean, I I see like the defense doing their thing and stuff like that. But like, we still have a job to do, and it's put points on the board. Whether it's sixty points or seven points, I mean, either way, it's to put points on the board every time. Just to get touchdowns, not not field goals, not throwing riskier passes to get possible interceptions. It's just being on the field, getting down the field, and playing the best that we can play and score touchdowns. I mean, the defense is really good and. It's great when we first snap against Concord, we're already up 7-0. Yeah. It's way easier to call a play and way easier to play knowing that we're already up before we even take a snap. Mm-hmm. Um, but in all, it's just kind of like I don't really pay attention to much of like what the defense is doing besides like scoring. Like I kind of like pay attention to like obviously where they're getting the ball at, like where they're picking it off, where we're getting the ball at and starting out. And that's always great, too, coming off three interceptions and we're already past the 50-yard line mm-hmm. or it's a touchdown. Um, but offensively, it's I'm still just trying to get the ball down the field and eventually you'll hit, hit the end zone. So, Well, you got a big one this weekend. Sack opener for both of you all going against Newberry. What's the yeah. game plan kind of going into that game? Um, they're twitchy. They're fast. Game plan-wise, it's, it's Monday. Uh, we haven't had much time to talk with the coaches and stuff like that yet. But I, I, based off last year, it's it's a get back game. I mean, mm-hmm. double overtime, losing. It's 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 our time now. So, and playing them at six, it's gonna be it's gonna be a night game. They, under the lights, uh, that's yeah. always a, always a fun deal. Right? Oh yeah, no yeah, under the lights. Bring back 
brings you back to Friday nights. Yeah, Charles, how awesome would it be if Emory and Henry had a night game here in our near future? Yeah, I would love it. I, I would love, I love night games. I mean, it's just it's a different atmosphere. I feel like more people want to come out. It's not during the day. Like on a Saturday, I feel like during the day, like people also like want to relax and stuff. And mm-hmm. you got other college football games on too. I feel like at night, kind of like almost feels like a prime time type of game. I agree. But yeah, I think it'd be great. I think everybody else wants it too. Mm-hmm. So you hear that, everybody listening? Let's uh, let's get a night game here at Emory and Henry. Cleo, do you have anything else to add for Charles? No, man. I appreciate you coming in today, sir. Thank you. Charles, anything else you want to add uh, to your listeners out there um, for the rest of the season? Just keep watching. You hear it. You hear it first from Charles Mutter the third. Emory and Henry, football is in good hands with Charles. Thank you, man. Thank you, Charles Mutter, for that interview with us, sitting down with me and Spence earlier today. Uh, again, that's your starting quarterback for the Emory and Henry Wasps. Uh, had a great weekend. I think he threw 14 passes this weekend. Of course, he uh, did suffer from a little injury, uh, but is doing fine and is projected to play this uh, this Saturday. So we hope that he heals correctly, obviously, and uh, see him back there on the field against Newberry. Yeah, man, this Newberry game feels like a rivalry just because of what happened last year. Double overtime? Yeah, man, that was, <laughs> uh, that was rough. Again, where I was sitting, uh, I was by Newberry's side um, towards the end zone where we actually missed the kick that would have would have won us the game. Um, so I know we're trying to see if we can get some fans uh, to the Newberry game. Also, if anyone's listening, we need a night game, Khalil. I have been... Well, I really haven't been, you know, doing anything in terms of, you know, promoting it besides our radio show. However, I think it'd be a great idea. If your starting quarterback wants a night game, you think there's any push for that? It has to be, man. <laughs> he has to have a little bit of pull around here. Uh, please, can we get one night game next year? Or maybe even this year, if possible. I don't know who do we talk to about that, but I will definitely find out. Kurt Newsom, let's make it happen, man. Yeah, I think so. Um, that's something I think would be great for uh, the whole community. Um, that would allow people to, again, and I'm not advocating against uh, the 1 o'clock games, Khalil, but I think, you know, Charles made a good point. Like, a lot of fans love watching football entirely, including myself. So when you watch an Emory game, yes, of course, you're supporting your team, but you got to also remember there's, you know, also like all the high major Division One schools and, you know, even all the, some of the schools like, you know, Michigan is the number two team in the country, Khalil. Am I going to watch Emory and Henry or am I going to watch my Michigan boys? Like, how do I choose, man? I, I'm telling you right now, I'm watching Emory and Henry. I don't want to <laughs> see any part of Michigan football. Come on, man. <laughs> But, you know, to to uh, to my point, you know, there's all these great football teams that play. Uh, Emory and Henry, we would love to have a night game. Uh, I know it would be a great turnout, but clearly that's something we'll work, we'll work towards to uh, in the near future. So, but to give you guys uh, the next segment, Khalil, we have a look forward uh, to upcoming events this week. Um, brought to you, we have our schedule here. We want to do this every Monday as we kick off the sports season, fall sports, winter sports. Like It's going to be just rampant. Um, so is there anything um, in terms of the scheduling that you want to start out with and just kind of let people know we can kind of piggyback and um, let everyone know the schedule this week for athletics? All righty. Monday, September 11th, we have women's golf at Alice Lloyd. It's actually going on as we speak. Definitely going to be a good one uh, for Monday and Tuesday, sorry. Uh, they will be at Alice Lloyd for their Invitational, uh, the second round day obviously being Tuesday. 
Uh, volleyball also on Tuesday will be playing Carson Newman at Carson Newman at 6 p.m. Uh, Wednesday, we will have a soccer game, women's soccer, against Belmont Abbey at 5 p.m. That is a home game, so please, all students, come out and support your women's soccer team. Cleo, Thursday. There's no events scheduled here, but I have to tell you, uh, we actually have our men's basketball JV team, which is uh, I am the head coach of that team, and you helped, you helped me with that some last year. It's a fun group of guys, Khalil, and we actually start our workouts uh, on Thursday. So um, th- although they're not a varsity sport, uh, they are affiliated with the NCAA. So we actually had a game schedule last year. Uh, I know I think you're going to be helping me in terms of promotion and marketing for that D-team schedule this year. Uh, you want to tell the listeners about some of those guys that we have just in terms of uh, their character and, and what to expect from them this year? Oh, man, we have a great group of guys, and they're they're from all over. So uh, definitely a really good group, definitely worth coming to check out. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, it gives me a chance to, to work with them. But just want to let you all know we'll, we'll uh, be having practices and games and potentially hope you guys uh, have you guys at some games. If any listeners are here and want to make it to a game, maybe be on the bench with me, come, uh, come find me and let me know. But Cleo, uh, I'll I'll uh, announce Friday's schedule for September fifteenth. Uh, men and women's tennis play at Milligan University at three p.m. Volleyball plays at Mars Hill University at six p.m. And Saturday, September sixteenth, the weekends are always busy for athletics. Uh, men and women's cross country is at Converse University. It's a little kickoff at uh, Roger Milliken Research Park in Spartanburg, South Carolina. That starts at eight thirty a.m. Our men's club rugby team will be playing at Washington and Lee University. That is at 1 p.m. start time. Our men's tennis will be at Guilford College at 1 p.m. Our men's soccer will be at Newberry at 3 p.m. So good luck to those two teams. Women's soccer will be at Newberry following the men's soccer game. Clearly that game will start at 5.30. And, of course, uh, football will be at Newberry College. We have 7 p.m. here. Um, I think Charles in the interview said they play at 6, so you guys will just have to do your research, um, whether it's at 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. And Khalil, the Intermont Equestrian IDA is at Virginia Tech, and that's an all-day event. That'll be a fun event as well. I think they go uh, as well as Sunday as well. So our equestrian team, guys, we're going to give you guys some more information going forward. But, again, women's rugby will be playing um, a Emory and Henry tournament that starts at 11 a.m. And that is all your events for this past uh, this upcoming week. Now, going into last week, uh, of course, we are now doing our student athletes of the week. Uh, we mentioned that earlier, kind of in some of the earlier shows that we would be doing that. This will be our first official one. So, your student athletes of the week is brought to you by Healing Hydration, which is uh, in Bristol, Tennessee. Uh, please stop by anytime. Get a drip. Get an IV. B12 shots again. They are a sponsor for the Student Athletes of the Week. And to introduce the first athlete is T.J. Payne. He is one of the corners for the football team. Had three interceptions this past weekend. Uh, one going to a, uh, going in as a touchdown. To the house. <laughs> and then your Student Athlete of the Week also is Adrian Harris, who also had two goals for the women's soccer team in their win this past week as well. Adrian Harris, congrats to you because uh, we interviewed you. You became Student Athlete of the Week. So if you want to be a Student Athlete of the Week, it sounds like you need to come uh, see Khalil <laughs> or I for an interview. Congrats to both of you guys. Uh, Khalil, will that be an every week deal we announce our Student Athlete of the Week? 
Yes, we are trying to have one every single week until sports are done here. So, good. That's, that's a good deal. Uh, hopefully, during basketball, again, congrats to you guys both. Uh, the more we do this, uh, we may have like a sound bite with a cool, uh, maybe a cool interview uh, to follow up with you guys uh, to congratulate you all. Maybe we'll have you guys on next week's show briefly. Say a couple words, Adrian. Uh, we already talked to you. So again, congrats to you guys both. Um, you know, Khalil, I'm looking forward to announcing more of our athletes of the week. Uh, maybe once basketball season starts, hopefully, selfishly speaking, we can have a bunch <laughs> of basketball guys win that award. But again, uh, congrats to you all, um, Khalil. Of course, and again, the student athlete of the week goes to one male athlete and one female athlete highlighting their performances from the past week. So we definitely look forward to having more of those as well. You think we can get like a coach of the week or assistant coach of the week or like just give me an award for something, man. I'm out here. I'm out here doing everything. I'm bartending. I'm on a radio show. We're uh, hiring student athletes to work for you and doing all this stuff. Doing yeah, a lot, doing, doing a, lot, a lot of work, man. We're doing a lot of fun things here at Emory. And everyone that's listening, I hope you guys uh, become very appreciative of all the efforts of everyone here on campus. Uh, there's a lot of good things coming, and we hope to give you guys a lot of information here in the future. But again, uh, Cleo and I are happy to be here and give you guys some great information uh, regarding Emory and Henry Athletics. Thank you. So please tune in next week, again, Monday at 6.30 p.m. This is the Monday Buzz on WEHC 90.7. Uh, we look forward to seeing y'all next week. And we have.